Hello, welcome to the Hypno Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway Podcast. That's right. Your host and tour guide is Scott Prevet, a healer, hypnotist, and a magician. And your bus driver, Jason Gobelli, also a hypnotist, an entrepreneur, and a spiritual guide. Trip with us on the Inner Revelation bus. That's right. One quick disclaimer, neither Jason, Scott, or any of our guests here today or licensed professional psychologist or psychiatrist. So please don't make any changes to any medication or treatments that you are currently on based on the conversation that you hear here today. Just hop on the bus and enjoy the ride. Give us a like, love, or comment, and remember to share your experience with others because there is always room for more in this bus. That's right. All right, welcome back to the Hypno Travelers on the Magical Spiritual Highway. And now we got a great guest for us today. I was looking forward to this one. We got Zoe Jean. That's right, Zoe Jean's here. Zoe, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Zoe. Yes, yes. Hey, Zoe, so let's start off right away. Hey, what's your life story? And, uh, you know, how did it get to where you are today? How did it take you to where you are today? So basically, my very first memory of really where all of this started, like I used to suffer from chronic anxiety, my first experience of when it first started was when I was 11 years old um, and I was in school. I got like a new friend and she was very tall um, and skinny and I'm like shorter and I was sort of a little bit chubby and I kind of took that on as, you know, I'm fat I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. Um, and from there, that's when I really started, you know, the anxiety, noticing anxiety and stress starting. I remember going camping with dad and like riding on the car, like I'm fat. Um, and then from there, I got like really, really fi fixated on what I was eating, when I was eating, not really being able to enjoy food, having to fixate on eating kind of healthy food. Um we used to have like KFC for tea on a Friday night. I stopped having that with my family, made my mum like make me hard boiled eggs. I started to walk around the house for an hour every day. That's just going on through your teen years then. Yeah, it, it went on. Yep. So it started, it started, yeah, at the age of 11 because I thought, you know, I was fat and I was, you know, self-conscious and started to be really anxious around what I was eating and exercising. And then, I realized from there, because I didn't get the help, it kind of just escalated to kind of be, you know, stressed and anxious about literally everything. Um, and, you know, most kids in school, right, they don't want to work. They don't, like, they they would love to just be in class and do nothing or play uh -huh. games. But it was me where I was, like, asking the teacher for more work and I didn't like just kind of not doing anything. I, like, I wanted to learn. I I remember I was always put in, like, the uh, uh, this short like the easiest spelling group because at the start of the school year would be tested on words and I never did very good at that so I'd be put in the easy spelling group and I persisted the teacher that you know I wanted to do better I didn't want to be in a group where the, there's words like cats and cat and dog um so I persisted and I got into the, the next up spelling group and then I learned those words and did really well on the test and kept making my way up until I got in the highest spelling group and I ended up learning words that were more challenging to spell like binoculars and stuff so I knew that I could do it I just needed 
you know, that that support. And what really got me into that was part of the anxiety was, you know, that strong belief of, you know, I'm dumb. And I had to, in order to prove that I wasn't dumb and that I was capable of things, that was one of my ways of doing that. Um, and my childhood was, you know, really challenging with like a dad that I very rarely saw like every second weekend. So I guess I also had that belief that, you know, I wasn't good enough there. And um, I had an old, have, have an older sister and dad um, used to get her to help him with everything. And then when she stopped visiting him at the age of, she was 15 and I was two years younger, he just automatically expected me to be able to do things. And then when I couldn't, you know, tile the knots he wanted me to do and help with the tent and everything when we went camping, again, I took that on as, oh, my God, I must be so dumb, something's wrong with me. So I was really anxious about, you know, spending time with him. And mum mum just used to literally do everything with me, for me, sorry. And, yeah, she was pretty kind of absent because she was heavily into drinking and wasn't really much of a mum figure. My sister more so was. So did this anxiety oh, wow. make it to like a really dark place then when in your youth? Yeah, pretty dark where I just, yeah, didn't really, you know, have a life. I was just constantly stressed and anxious and overwhelmed and overthinking about what was going to go wrong next. I didn't really have any friends. I was just fixated on getting through each problem only for another problem to arise. I was riddled with physical symptoms, you know, including insomnia, barely slept, um, would kind of push people away because I wasn't very good with communication. I'd come across like aggressive in my tone of voice as my way of, you know, trying to keep myself safe. Um, those things, how, how did you bring yourself out of it? How did you look, what, what got you to start looking for help? Well, basically when I was still in school, I started seeing psychologists and counselors, but I found that I wasn't really getting anything from it because it was mainly just talking about my problems, which made me feel worse. And then telling me to do things like meditation. It's like, and deep breathe. It's like, I'm chronically anxious trying to deep breathe was making me feel worse. So I just kind of kept seeing them for a little bit and um, would kind of struggle to get appointments quite often. And then I kind of just got to the point where I was also thinking, oh, maybe healing just isn't possible for me. You know, I was using essential oils. I was getting massages regularly. I was seeing a naturopath and still kind of nothing was working. I just wasn't sure what the problem was. And I, you know, later realized that no amount of massages, no amount of, you know, supplements and stuff like that can outdo like a like chronic anxiety. Um, so the real changes started to happen when my sister introduced me to a life coach she's like oh yeah go and see a life coach and I had never really heard about, about it before but I'm like I'm at rock bottom like I'm willing to try anything like it was scary investing in myself because seeing this um the counselors and psychologists were free but I'm like no, that's it I'm at rock bottom I'm willing to give anything a go and that's where my healing started basically so how long did you carry this chronic anxiety with you before you actually experienced the healing 14 years 14 years. Wow. wow. And, and through that, I'm, I'm sure a lot of other fears and phobias and other things might have developed from those things, correct? Yeah, definitely. So when you started this healing process, was it all at once or was there like a gradual process where you were working to get rid of some of these fears, phobias and all this other anxiety that was coming up? Uh, well, 
Well, the first life coach I saw kind of that was for a set, like amount of sessions. And she helped me make the biggest changes in me through using timeline therapy, which is, yeah, a process in NLP. So she made the big changes in me starting with that. So, so now you're kind of like an anxiety coach and kind of like a chronic anxiety superhero type figure here. So how does that feel? That feels really good. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. Cause it's like, I went through that 14 years of suffering for a reason, right? Like I don't actually regret it now. Cause I get to help other people going through like pretty much the same situation. So I I'm actually thankful for it. What type of person should come and see you? What type of symptoms that they have that they, um, let's say just a person just describe some of the things that they might come to see you for. So people that are experiencing, you know, high levels of anxiety, overwhelmed struggles that could, you know, could be health anxiety, could be social anxiety, could be generalized anxiety, could be panic, just anything where they're in that, in that state where they're just never present in the moment. They're like always in their head, worrying about, worrying about something, dealing with overwhelmed challenges, not being able to make their way through it and stuff like that. Well, see, I also noticed you're an NLP. Uh, you know, you work with NLP or an NLP practitioner. And so how does this whole NLP thing come into play when working with this anxiety? So basically a lot of anxiety stems from us, like the programs in our subconscious mind. And the part of NLP that I use the most is timeline therapy, which is a process of rewiring the programs in your subconscious mind. So we heavily look at like the top five negative emotions top five negative emotions that a lot of us created in childhood and that leads to a lot of anxiety like fear, anger, hurt, sadness, guilt. No. So we work with a lot of that um, and also limiting limiting beliefs essentially. So beliefs mm -hmm. that they believe about themselves, that they believe about themselves that they think are true but aren't actually true. So we rewire those beliefs as well because that also creates a lot of anxiety. So, for example, my top limiting beliefs were feeling ugly, dumb, worthless, um, fat. And it's crazy, like, how powerful the subconscious mind is because prior to removing the limiting belief of I'm ugly, I used to feel so ugly and that's all I could see. And then after this process, I would look in the mirror and be like, oh, my God, I actually am beautiful. How did I never see this before? Because of how powerful that subconscious mind is. Wonderful, wonderful. It's great to see you working with the unconscious mind that way. Do you also work with like changing the modalities of things and do some timeline stuff or some part stuff, or is it just straight NLP? Uh, so I have a set process that I use with my clients um, my, in the 12-week program, the Rewrite Your Anxiety Method. So majority of the NLP stuff that I use is, yeah, just that timeline therapy for negative emotions and limiting beliefs. But I also, yeah, work with them and what they need. So if, I, so if other processes are needed, I'll use it. But that's the main, like, kind of mindset piece that I use. And then I also look at other components as well. Nice. So in your timeline therapy, you go back on a timeline. Do you go back to the initial uh, sensitizing event and do some work on that? Yep. So basically we take them back to that root cause that very first time they experience that emotion or that belief. Is it, do you actually go back and experience that event again? Pretty much 
they're just observing the event. So they're not actually reliving it. They're just up above the event looking down, like looking down and kind of observing it, but not reliving it. Yeah, that's that's the best, that's the best, safest way to do it. And yeah. and and so now how does it feel for you to be free? It it's um it really feels amazing because it's like even now, like like so my healing journey started three years ago, but even now I'm still kind of noticing like situations where I react totally differently to what I did in the past. So it's really good because I was just even reflecting the other day, like I used to find it hard just to make a phone call, just a general phone call to the doctors to make an appointment or anywhere to book a table. I used to either email or use like an app to book it where now I'm on social media where people from all over the world can see me. So it's crazy. Like, what changes this work can make? Well, since you've lived through it, this changes is helping you to help want to change other people. Yeah, for sure. Because I see, because I I can only imagine that their feeling is as broken, stuck and lost as I was and thinking that change just isn't possible. But I want to show them that the change is possible. You just need to find the right process for you because you might be similar to me where kind of just that talk kind of therapy head approach doesn't work you might need that you know bottoms up approach which I'm all about like working with the body and the mind not just the conscious mind and I also noticed that you do behavior modification type of a thing where you change the habits so what's that look like so basically we look at kind of what all your current habits are and you know which ones out of all your current habits which ones are serving you and which ones aren't serving you because for example every habit we're doing is for a reason like it's kind of serving us in one way but it can be serving us in a negative way like I used to overeat and it was serving me in the way that was giving me happiness and joy that I wasn't getting elsewhere so it's about kind of working out all all your current habits and the ones that are serving you in a negative way how I can get the the same benefit that that negative habit was giving you in a more positive habit and kind of rewiring that as well and working with kind of just ways to kind of ingrain it into your subconscious mind by, you know, doing it regularly enough and anchoring it with other habits that are already formed to make it easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, you, you work with habits, you work with NLP and you worked in another area? Yeah, so basically the Rewrite Your Anxiety Method is broken down into... The mindset section, which is heavily based around rewiring the programs in your subconscious mind because how you do one thing is how you do everything in your subconscious mind. Body connection work, so it's really about getting you out of your head and into your body so you can kind of pick up on the signs and signals when stress, anxiety, or whatever it is, and it's in its early stages. So you can kind of pick up on that, that anxiety and stuff before it escalates and becomes panic. And just realizing what works for you and your body as an individual. So you're able to maintain that for long-term like health and wellness, nervous system regulation as well. So looking at downward regulation practices and creating safety in your body and mind. So you actually feel safe to kind of release, you know, that past trauma and that past anxiety that you're experiencing. And yeah, the habit work as well. So nice. this changes all aspects of your life completely. Yes, and, and also I noticed that you said it's a 12-week program. 
but it also sounds like that's with each individual person. Like it's not a group session, but it's individual. So think things change. Therefore, have you found some that are just more difficult than others and stubborn in their ways? Yeah, for sure. Everyone's so different. So if like, I do have other options available, but the option that I in, like, I think most people should do definitely is a 12 week program. Cause then you get the full 12 week, you get the full rewrite your anxiety method. Um, and what I love about, yeah, doing, doing this program one-on-one -on -one individually is that, yeah, you get that support to help you as an individual because yeah, everyone else, everyone's on their own journey and some people find certain parts of the process more difficult than others. Um, and sometimes you come to the session where something really is bothering, bothering you and you want to work on that. So I also work with whatever the person comes with to me in that moment, if they need that more so than what was actually set for that session, basically. So work with them as an individual not just with whatever is in the program and yeah because for example when I saw the first life coach I was very resistive like I didn't make it an easy process for her so that's why yeah it's so important to work one-on-one -on -one so you can you have that time to give them what they need to help them feel safe and comfortable and move things around that will best suit them and so that they it's more so they can understand it better as well well, it sounds like some things could possibly come up in the middle of your process. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be working on one anxiety and then maybe something would happen. Like a mother goes to the hospital with a serious illness or mm -hmm. something like that. And then, of course, it opens up a whole new Pandora's box, right? Yeah, for sure. And sometimes, yeah, you work, you heal like one sort of area and then, yeah, something else pops up for resolution. Nice. So do you ever find yourself having to go back to more than one initial deep? sensitizing event yeah sometimes you move one say one experience of anger and then you'll realize yeah another experience comes up yeah nice scott you were going to say something i think i might have interrupted you there that was what i was going to ask oh we're on the same wavelength i think we're, we're, we're right here we're right on this yeah we think a lot alike about on this it's great hey. Zoe, you got some great deals coming up. You got anything special coming up here for, for Black Friday or anything or any kind of deals that you got? What's it like for your program? What's it take to get into your program if someone out here needs help? Yeah, so basically I do suggest um, having a free call together first just to kind of get clear on you know exactly where they are and where they want to be and what's the gap between getting them from where they currently are to where they want to be. And then from there, we can work out if my 12-week program is the best fit for them or if they want to try one of my other options as well. But yeah, just to make sure they feel safe and comfortable that this process is what they need and it's what it's what can, you know, support them and help them. Um, so yeah, I do have my 12-week program option. I've also got Authentic Connections, which is comes with like a separate sort of Facebook group where you get support in there um, to help you with kind of mindfulness activities, nervous system regulation activities. You get Q&A, you know, affirmations in there. Um, and you also get like that unlimited um, tech support as well as a once-off call together. Um, but then you also get a bit of community there as well because there's some people that do want that connection with other people, not just that one-on-one -on -one as well. And then I have a new deal that recently come up, which is unlimited tech support. 
Um, and this is mainly based around um, when you don't, like at the end of year, like quite often there's challenges, businesses close down, um, you know, maybe trauma and past events around Christmas time and holidays come up and you just want that person to talk to talk to whenever you need it. So we've also got that unlimited two-month tech support that's come up as well. Um, and I also have a six-week program, which is basically just a mindset kind of work and reprogramming. Nice. Nice. you got a lot of stuff on oh. there. Now, I noticed on your website that you're primarily working with women. It's geared towards women. All your advertisements geared towards women. But what about us guys who are just have anxieties and have our heads all fucked up behind these anxieties? Can you help us too? Yeah, I'm open to helping whoever needs help. It's heavily based around um, women because I, because I'm personally women myself and I know that I can resonate with them on a deep level, but if men come to me and we click and we resonate, then I'm more than happy to help them as well. And that's, yeah, that's why I offer that free call to kind of see if we kind of mix well together and if it works for both of us in a way, because I don't want anyone in the, the program that it doesn't kind of resonate with. I want someone that, you know, I want us both to feel comfortable essentially. Nice. nice. Have you ever had one of those free calls that you get and you talk to the person and you go, Oh, well, you know what? They're not resonating with me. <laughs> Maybe I'll let this one go or send them somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. You do sometimes get that um, and you get the people that, yeah, just you can just tell that they're not ready to heal, right? Because you need to take responsibility for your life and, you know, be be ready. And you get those people that are too, that are living in effect too much and just don't seem seem ready and need that time first to to ensure that you know they're ready and that they're willing to do what it takes like you said it needs to be a good fit yeah and i also noticed that you use the word living in effect so that means that you take these people or your clients from out of playing that victim role that's so easy to get a, in, attached to and and hang on to and comfortable with when you deal with these type of issues yeah it is so uh so that's so that's interesting. So how do you empower them? How do I empower clients? Yes. I guess I empower them just through showing you know what's possible on the outside of anxiety that you that you don't need to let anxiety be the driver of your bus and control you. Maybe you won't get rid of it a hundred percent, but instead of it being the driver of your bus, it will also be a passenger in the bus, and you can take you know, your power back and empowering them to see that that's possible. And it's possible when I when they work with someone that treats them, you know, as a unique individual, and gives them exactly what they need. And just sharing, you know, stories with them of personally, you know, what's helped me um, and what can help them and just really listening and understanding them and helping them find what works for them and constantly growing and learning and if I don't know the answer to something my client has asked me I will research and I'll go out there and I'll find that answer. Zoe what do you have to say for anyone out there that's just unsure? For anyone out there that's just unsure and wants to know a little bit more about you know what it looks like to work with their to work work with healing their anxiety and doesn't know where to start even just start by joining my free Facebook group where I do 
regular trainings in there. I do a weekly training. I do monthly live in-depth challenges and masterclasses. I share affirmations in there, meditations, and it's just a safe community where you can feel safe, seen, and heard. So even just start there um, and see if it resonates with you, and just get support from myself and for other from for other and from other people to know that you're not alone and that we can work through this together because we're so much stronger together. And what's the name of that free Facebook group so I can post it up here for everyone? It's called Anxiety Warriors with Zoe Jean. Nice. 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 That's some great information. Nice. Nice. Great. It's interesting that you use the bus analogy because right now you're on the magical psyche bus and we're driving on your psyche (laughs) highway. So we're right there on your road and we're going down your road today. So uh, thank you for for helping us. Scott's been guiding this tour. I'm driving the bus and and we're on your road today. So (laughs) how does it feel to be on our podcast? Feels really good. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to, to be able to connect with you from all the way from the US that you are, and I'm in Australia, you're Wednesday evening and it's Thursday morning for me. It's it's beautiful how not just... Yeah, we'd love to have you, have you connect. Yes, yes, and it's beautiful, not just the uh, sounds and the videos cross, but the emotions can cross through these lines and the connection, even in different times in different spaces, we can come together and, and, and uh, help people. And so for those of you that are out there, we're glad you're on the bus too as we drive down Zoe's Psyche Highway today. And it's been a lot of fun. Do you have anything else you want to add there, Scott? If you need help here in Australia, Zoe would be the one to call. Zoe, it's a pleasure having you here. Do you have anything that you want to say or you want to add to this? Just basically that, yeah, no matter where you are in the world, um, feel free to reach out and seek support from me. I I don't just do in-person sessions with people. I work with people from all over the world, you know, via video call as well. And, you know, there's other options as well that like the message support where you don't even need if like say if your anxiety is to the point where you don't feel comfortable having calls with me, that's where there's the other options such as the limited text support if texting feels better for you. Um, I also have a meditation bundle that can be really good for people to start with as well um, that, you know, comes with meditations like a safety meditation because of, which is really powerful because a lot of anxiety comes from lack of safety a lot of anxiety comes from our childhood. So there's also childhood meditation. A lot of anxiety comes from, you know, not not feeling safe and not feeling loved. And so it comes with a, um, a self-love meditation as well. And a meditation that's actually tailored towards you and your goals and your needs. So that's going to work even more powerfully for you. Um, because essentially... It's like affirmations, right? If you're listening to something that, you know, you don't believe and doesn't resonate with you, it's less likely to work. So that also meditation that's tailored towards you is more likely more likely to work as well. So it's really powerful to not just listen to any meditation that you find on the internet, to actually get one that that resonates with you and that has personally helped someone that's going through, that has been through what you're currently going through. So it's been a pleasure having you on here. And I know you probably wouldn't have thought of this a while ago, but you know what? It's it's nice to see such a strong, powerful woman who's not only kicked the shit out of her own anxiety, but it's helping other people kick the shit out of theirs too. So it's amazing. We're so glad to have you here. And thanks for being a part of it today. Thanks for joining us on our bus. And uh, yeah, 
if anyone gets wants to get in touch with it, we'll have links and things up here on, on the podcast and, and in our description will be in the panel. And once again, for those of you that are out there, thank you for taking us on this ride today. Thank you for going on the tour. Please, if you like us, give us a thumbs up. If you don't like us, tell us we suck. Give us a thumbs down. We don't care. We just want you to comment, share it with others. Tell them, hey, you got to see these guys or you got to see these fools. Just come back. Continue to share with others. Like us, love us. We don't care. Just comment and hope to see you next week as we go back on that magical mystery, the magical psyche highway. That's right. That's what right. a what a ride it was. That's right. Zoe, thanks again for coming. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Wow. What a trip. Thanks for taking that journey with us today. Please like us, share us, and enlighten us with your views of the topics we drove into today. We appreciate you and love reading your comments. Thanks again, and we hope to see you back on the bus next week. That's right.